0: I must say that Daniel, in the Bible, <laughs> the book of Daniel, have to be among one of my favorite books to read in the Word of God. You may have also heard people ask, what is your favorite verse or scripture in the Word of God? And some people can actually give you an answer for that. I'm among those people. I have a couple of different of, scriptures or verses that I absolutely love and I hold dear to. To remind myself of the goodness of God and the promises that he has for us. Now, you may have heard that other people would also say or have said that You know, they don't have a favorite because the whole book should be our favorite. Like, we are to love all of it. And it's not to say that the people who actually have, like, a favorite passage or scripture, it's not to say that the rest or all of it is not appreciated. It's just that... You know, the Lord may have highlighted that thing for us, especially for the season or the time that we may be in. So I'm looking at the book of Daniel. I've already read this book before, but you know, you can read the word of God so many times. And God will still give you new revelation. He will open up your eyes to where you can ask, like, Lord, did I read this already? How long have this been in here? And I found myself asking that question, like, D- I read this before, but I have never seen this in here. Okay. And, um... And so as I was reading the book of Daniel, I am just looking at the different promotions that Daniel is getting. So no, we didn't meet Daniel as a baby. And we didn't meet him as a child, as we did with Moses and Jeremiah or even with Samuel, but we do know that Daniel was among the children that came out of Judah, who was brought into captivity by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, which that was already prophesied that that was going to happen by Jeremiah and even by Ezekiel. So Jeremiah Jeremiah he he spoke a lot about this matter, you know, warning his whole nation about the coming of Nebuchadnezzar and how he was going to just have dominion over the children of Israel have dominion because of the children of Israel's sin and their hardness against the Lord. Now, Daniel happens to be among the children of Judah who was chosen, and not just Daniel. But I am highlighting Daniel specifically, not just Daniel, but also you have Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, which you would know them in their Babylonian name that they were given, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these were among the children that... There was no blemish in them but they were well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and and they understood science and they had the ability to stand in the king's palaces in the king's palace I should say and they were among those who were taught in the tongue or to learn the language of the Chaldeans. So I'm getting all of that from Daniel chapter 1, verse 4. So we see that when... This king Nebuchadnezzar he had a dream and he was troubled. He called all of his magicians, astrologers, his soothsayers. He called all of basically the people who was dealing deceitfully. The 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 witcher, the witches. <laughs> And the wizards and the warlocks. This is what you would call these people. Because they are not communicating to the one and only true God of the heaven and earth. But they are indeed getting their information from unclean spirits. Who do know a bit about what's going on. And who... Used to be in heaven, but then they were kicked out. So, yes, these magicians, astrologers are getting their information from unclean spirits. So, King Nebuchadnezzar basically had this dream that troubled him. He could not remember what the dream was, and he called, you know, the magicians, the astrologers, in to try to. Tell him his dream because that's what they needed to do. Tell him his dream and interpret it because he did not remember what the dream was. So the the magicians and the astrologers, they were saying, you know, you should just tell us the dream and then we can interpret it for you. But King Nebuchadnezzar, he basically was telling them, you know, you guys are trying to trick me. You guys are trying to lie to me. No, I need for you to tell me the dream and tell me what it means. And if you don't, then you, your whole house, you're going to die. And I'm going to make you into a dunku. Like, I'm going to tear you guys apart. And so they were afraid and they basically told the king... This is impossible what you are asking us to do. No man on earth has ever been able to do this thing. No no not even the the lords and the kings and the only people who can do that or the the only person who can do that is the gods who are in heaven and they would have to come down in, in order for you to know, you know, what you're trying to access. Nobody. This is impossible. Who can do that? Tell you the dream, which you had and interpret it. And so. It was requested that from the king that. All of the wise men should be slain, they should all be killed because that's what the king told them, if If they can't interpret it, they're going to die. So now you have some wise men that are being slain. And Daniel hears about what's happening. And he asks, you know, the captain of the guard of the king, he asks him what's going on. Why is this decree from the king so... Hasty. Why is it like what's going on? And so he basically told Daniel what happened. Daniel requested from the king if he should get some time and then he's going to tell him the dream. And as Daniel is, you know, he he prayed, and then as he is sleeping, the Bible says that the Lord reveals to Daniel in a night vision in a night vision or even as he's awake in a night vision the dream that king nebuchadnezzar had dreamt he gave god revealed to daniel all the parts nothing was missing and so daniel basically was able to go back before the king daniel was also so i want to say compassionate even though the people around him was wicked um he was compassionate that he basically asked the king you know can you can you stop killing the people um i can i can tell you this dream and you know even the wise men were considered the children of Israel who were bought in because of the captivity. So Daniel was able to interpret this dream. He was able to tell the, tell what the dream was and then interpret it. And then the King basically praised Daniel and promoted him. And we can see even in the next incident where Daniel was in the kingdom and Nebuchadnezzar's son Belshazzar had this banquet with you know his 1000 people his 1000 lords and captains and you know he he was having this banquet and then all of a sudden he saw, uh, he saw fingers. He saw a hand, and the finger wrote something on the wall, and nobody in there could interpret what that meant. And he did the same thing. His father Nebuchadnezzar did. Call the wise men, call call the astrologers and the magicians, and none of them could interpret it, what what the words were saying. So then, Belshazzar's wife, the queen. She basically heard of this thing that was happening and she she came and she basically told you know the king listen there there is someone who when your dad was king your dad had the same thing where he needed an interpreter to interpret his dream and nobody could do it but the spirit of the gods and that's what they would say, the spirit of the gods, was in this one man and his name was Daniel. Um but in Babylon they Nebuchadnezzar, you know, in Babylon they they gave him the name Belteshazzar because it was the name of their false god. So yes, Daniel Belteshazzar, he was able to interpret your father's dream and the interpretation thereof so Daniel came he basically told Belshazzar Nebuchadnezzar's son like I'm going to interpret this dream for you please keep your riches and keep your clothing whatever it is you want to give me you can give you can give that to another person but I'm going to interpret this dream for you so you know when your father reigned he basically he was in pride his heart got lifted up his his heart was hardened in pride and he basically gave glory and honor to himself and he exalted himself and it was revealed to your father that he was going to be as a beast of the field and that's what your father did he was made into a beast he was eating as the beasts were eating he looked like a beast and at the whenever he came back to his right mind he acknowledged that the god of the heaven and the earth the god of abraham isaac and jacob was god over everything and you knew all of this and you are not even like you are, can't even humble yourself. You knew all of this happened to your dad, but yet you want to act silly. You want to act foolish. You want to be rebellious like you didn't know. And so, you know, Daniel said, okay, so the kingdom is going to be taken from you. It's going to be given to the Persians and the Medes. You are found... You you were weighed in a balance and you are found wanting. You know, Daniel was just telling him that you're going to be you're going to have to pay for this. That's what the interpreting. That's what it says. That's what the words are saying. So that same night. Belshazzar, Nebuchadnezzar's son, ended up dying. And then the King Darius, the King of Medes, he ended up being the king next. And in Darius reign, you know, Daniel was set up to be first. He was. um, Daniel was number one in presidency because, you know, it, it was saying these presidents and princes, it was talking about that Daniel was like the top. President, out of all the three presidents, Daniel was first in chapter 6, verse 2. And so Daniel was so great and he had such an excellent spirit in him that King Darius wanted him to rule over the whole realm of his kingdom. And because Daniel was excellent, the the other presidents and the princes made this plot against Daniel that let's try to find a fault or let's try to find something bad in him. And they couldn't find any flaw in Daniel. Daniel appeared to them as flawless, faultless. And as we continue to go forward and do the will of God and righteousness and as we are continuing to obey what the Lord is wanting us to do, God is going to present us in that same manner to be excellent. And God is going to open doors for us. He's going to give us more of his wisdom, more power, more glory. And we know that's the opposite for the people who's in the world. The people who's in the world, as they grow and they get older every year, they're only going to be more hardened, more stubborn, more... More concerned about making it in this life because that would be their portion, whatever fund they do have and so daniel he basically um, they they basically told the king like let's let's make this decree, and we need you to seal it we need you to sign it for us, but all of us all of the presidents the princess, the the, um, the mighty men, basically. We have all talked and we think that this would be a good idea. How about you make a petition that for the next 30 days, no one can consult another God or consult another man if it's not you only. And whoever decides to do that, they will be thrown into the den of the lions. And King Darius agreed, and he he basically signed it. He sealed it, okay? I agree with you guys. But they were basically trying to do that to get Daniel in trouble because they knew that Daniel was praying three times a day. And after Daniel heard this, he went to his home, he kneeled down, and he continued to pray three times a day with his window open. They saw this. They told the king. The king became, he was um, displeased with himself. And he, the king basically, you know, he he basically fasted that night. And in the morning, he told Daniel, after Daniel was thrown into the, the lion's den, the King felt very bad, but the next morning he got up early to go see Daniel, Daniel was alive, and Daniel basically told him, "Listen, I'm innocent in the eyes of the Lord, and also, O King, I have done no fault i I haven't done anything wrong to you, so the Lord sent his angels to shut the mouths of the lion, and you know that's that's how the Lord wants us to be. He wants us." to not do harm to people in that we're not dealing deceitfully. We're not doing deceitful works against him. And he wants us to do our job and to love it and to do it well. So the people who decided to plot against Daniel, they were thrown into the lion's den. Their children, their wives were all thrown into the lion's den and they were killed. And You know, King Darius basically said, okay, this is the true, this is the one, this is the true God because like the lions had no power over this man to kill him. This God who Daniel serves is the living God. And even after that, King Cyrus, the Persian, he, he liked Daniel he he prospered in the reign of Cyrus the Persian as well. So we can see that as a person is faithful, they are going to go from glory to glory, from faith to faith.